0: Okay, so y'all are in a wonderful treat with today's episode. We have my dear friend, Samantha Harper, who is a sound healer, formal clinical trauma therapist, three-time cancer survivor, and co-founder of The Portal based in Scottsdale. And she has overcome so much. So I cannot wait for y'all to hear a little bit of her story. We're also going to dive into her journey to sound healing, the science behind it, um, how motherhood and her child have been her greatest teachers, and then... Something that she's helped me a ton with is surrendering to the journey and facing uncertainty. And she's actually opening up her RISE program pretty soon. And this is something that I actually just completed my six month RISE program with her. And y'all, you do not want to sleep on this. It is worth the investment. Like, it is easily the most that I've ever invested in anything. And I would. I I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was six months of really deep dive transformations and insights and uncovering so many blocks. And I honestly don't even know how to put into words how much I grew in the last six months with her guidance in this program it is very intentional and I know that she is planning on expanding it and making it even better for this next round so I believe the waitlist is opening up this week like the week that this episode drops so check out the links below make sure you are on it so you're the first in the know and enjoy this episode to Human on the Daily, the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full authentic self. I am Dr. Megan Daly and I have been there. I've overcome so much trauma, dealt with so many stressors like competing in high level athletics, rigorous academics, getting my doctorate in physical therapy and I did what I should do, right? I climbed the corporate healthcare ladder. And when that didn't make me feel fulfilled, I branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year. Yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror, and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really, and what is it that I am meant to do? So together in this podcast, we are going to dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. All right, y'all welcome back to another episode of human on the daily. I am so excited for my guest today. She's one of my dear friends and a mentor to me. Her name is Samantha Harper and I can't imagine what my life would look like if I had not met this beautiful soul. Um, I mean, I was watching her from afar for a long time and then slowly became friends. I think I like DM June was like, hey, want to go snowboarding like that? Literally (laughs) might be how we actually started our friendship. And I've loved just connecting with you over the past couple of years since then and really growing together and you have expanded and taken off in so many different ways. So I would love just to start off with you kind of because I feel like I gave your professional intro, but like. I want to hear how you, like, who is Sam? Like, how do you present yourself?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's, <laughs> it's
1: just as much an honor for me to be on this side. So thank you for bringing me into your community and your platform. Who is Sam? Okay, so this is a really interesting question because this has transformed so many times mm-hmm. that I think the simplest way for me to answer that question is I am a spiritual divine being living as authentically as I can on my path. And I know that sounds like a little woo-woo. I am. I am. It is a little woo-woo, and that's
0: what we love about it.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's just who I am, right? Yeah. I can list off like all of these things, that all of the various hats that I wear, but at the end of the day, like I am a light being here to spread truth and to be as much myself as I possibly can.
0: I love that answer. It's something that I talk about a ton on this show as far as just the being yourself separate from the titles or the hats that you wear or all these different things. Because I know you have an insane background as far as like what you've accomplished and technically like the letters that you'd have behind your name and all these things that people think of as accolades. And you and I know that at the end of life, that's not what matters. Right. So I would love... I love that you brought that up and I would just love to chat a little bit about what was the process like? Cause I'm sure there was some shedding in being able to dissociate who you so are much- from those titles. So much ego yeah. <laughs>
1: had to die for me to not attach to like the alphabet of letters behind my name. Right. Mm-hmm. I worked really hard for those letters behind my name and I earned those letters behind my name, but it took a long time for me to to unattach from the titles that I have been giving or work really hard for too and I'm really really happy with not identifying as like previous versions of myself yes those parts of me make me who I am today but like it doesn't it doesn't mean much like when I chat with somebody it's a human to human experience it doesn't matter if I have More education or less education than you more experience in one realm than you are not like i want to connect with somebody and that's where i'm at now is deeply connecting with people in their truth and their honesty and my truth and there's been so many beautiful experiences that have come from that from allowing myself to surrender all of the names and labels and titles Mm -hmm. that i have carried with me for a long time and some of those titles did come with a lot of burden and a target on my back and i'm happy to let go of a lot of those things and then to just be like more free like i feel a lot lighter
0: not being yeah. so attached yeah i think we far too often we tie ourselves down with expectations that we really place on ourselves as far as how people are going to perceive us Because very similar, like you said, it's you want that connection. And I think we all really deep down, that's what we're craving. But whether it's societal conditioning or whatever, we are taught that like, oh, you need to have X certification and you need to like be a professional. Like you and I both come from more of like a healthcare background. And I know a lot of people that listen to this. Like I have a lot of really high achieving females that listen to the show and It's that idea of you don't have to show up as the uber professional like mask that you keep trying to put on, like strip Mm. away that and just show up as yourself. And that's where you get the connection.
1: Yeah. The mask, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the the thing that stood out for me when you were talking is, yeah, we collect all these masks, hats, masks, whatever. Mm -hmm. And when we lose those things or they're taken away from us, then what are you left with? Mm -hmm. If not yourself? And if you're not comfortable just saying like, "I am fill in the blank with your name," then who are you?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's what throws a lot of people into like an identity crisis is yeah' You and I've both been through it <laughs> been there. <laughs> yeah. Like you've tied the title so into your identity that it breaks you down if you aren't careful to try to like slowly dissociate and be able to make those differences. so. I, I love that. And I know, so from your background, so you went, I mean, you've been like a C-suite exec, like leadership coach. You've been, an, you've done art therapy. You've been a counselor. How did you even find, so now you're a sound healer y'all. She's amazing. Um, and I'm curious how, cause I actually don't even know if I know this story. How did you find sound healing? Mm,
1: in my own healing process and my own healing journey i was in the middle of a divorce and talk about losing titles and like labels right wife all of that went away um and i'm so glad actually because it was part of the journey of where i'm at now but i was in la and i was at an international yoga Event and at the very end, there was the sound healing session, and it wasn't just like a short session, it was a full session, and it was just it literally changed my life. I mean, that's why I'm doing the thing that I'm doing now. Um, I would have still found my way into sound healing, I know because it's part of my gift, but it came at a really pivotal time in my life where i was really having an existential crisis of a, who am i where am i going next i have nothing and so not only were the masks stripped away the the labels stripped away but then i really was like starting from scratch and what a blessing that was because then i got to build from a really strong foundation of who i am and what i stand for and my mission and and my values and all of that and i think previous to that I was so clouded by the layers and layers and layers of masking to survive mm-hmm. that I didn't really know who I was. And so that just propelled me into like a deeper healing journey and exploration of frequency and sound. And and it organically moved into what it is now, which is so incredibly powerful and such a blessing. And so I guess I, a message to everybody listening is that there's transformation and so much beauty in the breaking and the reformation of the foundation is so much stronger after you've lost everything,
0: Yeah. whether that
1: be stripped away from you or in your own doing.
0: Yes. No, I, I love that. And I love that you kind of woven the fact that there's layers to the mask. Like it's not just one. It's not just one that you take off. It's typically <laughs> yeah. multiple by the time that we realize we have them to take off. Uh, it's like an unknown yeah. at that point. And then I love that you also spoke to that, the beauty in the breakdown, which I feel like is a song lyric, isn't that? <laughs> Anyways, it has it, to be. <laughs> it, it's got to be somewhere. So, but that's so important because so many people are scared of the breakdown, but that's, I mean, my movement mind just went to like, your muscles have to break down in order to rebuild. Our soul has to do the same. Yes. Right. So. Amen. What I want to talk about that, because that makes me think of anyone who's listening, particularly when you get into like medical fields. So like if you have the high achieving female, typical go, 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 like it can be a little off-putting when you first start kind of getting interested into like more woo-woo stuff. Like there's definitely a stigma. I think it's getting better, but there still is a little bit of one. And I know you've talked before about how it's really actually more scientific than we give it credit for Mm -hmm. like frequency and sound and all of that. So I want to kind of dive into demystifying the woo-woo and bringing more people in to kind of understand it a little bit better.
1: I love it. Yes, I am a science geek through and through. I started college-level physics classes when I was in high school and then went on throughout my college career diving really deep into physics (laughs) and now like now it all makes sense back then I was like, I don't know why I'm so fascinated with this. Mm -hmm. It was a deep guidance and intuition. But now it makes so much sense because there's so much physics, quantum physics, specifically in sound healing. And it's an ancient practice coming from many different cultures. But then there's just so much science behind it too. There's cymatics, which is the physical formation of sound and frequency. So if you've seen, you can see it just like, in a cup of water sitting next to you, if you have music playing loud, you'll see the vibrations, right? But there is sacred geometry that is woven through all of that. And that is what happens inside the body when you're in a sound healing session, for instance. And so, yes, you can can quantify it as woo-woo, but really it's a lot of science.
0: Yeah. No, I love that explanation because I remember... When I was first getting into it, like I was intrigued enough and, but I just remember being like, I, I have no idea. But the first time I heard you play, I think it was actually, maybe it was at powerhouse before I did a one-on-one with you oh, like, wow. because this has been a while now since the first yeah. time. So I, I don't actually remember exactly, but I just remember being like, there's something here because I can feel it like deep. Like deep in my soul, my body is resonating with sound, which really isn't surprising. Like if I have a, I have a background in music and dance, like shouldn't have been that much of a shocker that I would relate most to sound (laughs) as far as like the senses, (laughs) but yeah. So anyone who's listening, I'll actually drop Sam's link in the show notes here. Cause I know on your website, like one of the free offerings you have is a free, like the clip, the free sound session. So anyone who's like, what the heck is this? What's going on? Just, you know what? Trust me, go just try it. You're going to fall in love with it. You're probably going to subscribe to her sound vault. It's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the plug. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm always going to plug my girls. All right. So the other thing that I want to talk about a little bit is, so we touched a little bit earlier how like the divorce and this like major breakdown was really like, the beautiful transformation that's gotten you to where you are now. And I know Quinn is a huge part of that as far as being a teacher for you. So Quinny is oh her gosh, yes. amazing kid. Like he is the cutest. This kid has more style than me easily. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty swaggy. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard you say multiple times, like kids are our greatest teacher, like Quinn is my greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to dive into that for anyone who's listening, maybe who is a little kid or they're wanting to explore motherhood or they're not sure. Mm -hmm. So I just want to kind of dive into that a little bit.
1: I love that. Quinn is my greatest teacher and he will always be my greatest teacher, whether he is 10 years old or 35. I know that Mm -hmm. he's going to continue to teach me so much. And he actually told me. That he was my teacher when he was four years old he might have been three and a half we were driving in the car and this was before i was talking about all of this like quote unquote woo -woo stuff he didn't hear me talking about this so he just like came into this world this way but we were driving and he said you know mommy i'm your spirit guide and i literally like tilted the rearview mirror down to like look at him in the back and i was like what did you just say and he was like, I'm your spirit guide. And I was like, a hundred percent. Of course you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but how, but how do you know that? Right. And, and then he, in the same like breath, he told me, and we have three eyes, we have these two eyes and we have this eye and pointed to his third eye. And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally had to pull the over. And this was over. prior was to crying, you like
0: really talking to him about chakras and all that stuff. Yes.
1: Yeah. At the time I was still a trauma therapist at the time. So I wasn't playing sound bowls around him. I wasn't, I might've been meditating around him, but you know, when they're three, like you don't think that they're like really understanding. I barely Mm -hmm. understood how to tap in deep into my meditation at that point, you know? So he just, oh gosh, he just is so wise. And he is an incredibly strong channel to source. Like he has called forward past lives of him and I together in different past lives. And he's channeled that for me. And he just says the most incredible things. And children, they're just so amazing. They don't have all of the filters put up. And they don't Mm -hmm. have like the suppression of the systems telling you, you can't think that way. You you shouldn't be talking like that they just have this like straight filter of like what's coming through them and so i learned very quickly to trust this boy and what his guidance is telling him because children are so pure and so their connection to sources is not mimicked it's just what they get is truth Mm -hmm. and and I've encouraged him to stay connected to source and, and allow himself to be really open to what comes in and and to feel energy and to play with energy and to move energy. And so still, he, to this day, he will teach me so much about spirituality. And here I am thinking I'm teaching him. And I'm like, okay, you got me,
0: Kido. <laughs> 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 yeah. I feel like I hear that from almost every parent. And even like, so someone who doesn't have kids, I can even see that in, I I say it every single time I go teach or anytime I work with a client, like, look, like I'm going to teach you a lot and you're going to teach me a hell of a lot more just by being you and just by connecting and interacting with each other. And that's why I think there's a beautiful thing when you walk into any connection or any interaction, just kind of open to what's possible and not walking into it being like, I'm going to teach this person. Like no, like right. yourself Open to receive as well,
1: right? And that's you know that's part of taking the mask off too. Of like, you taking yourself off the pedestal and saying like, actually, this isn't even playing field. We're going to learn from one another. And yes, I'm here to guide you in a certain way, but I'm also picking up the reflection that you're giving me too. Like you know, I I do a spiritual mentorship program, and all of my clients teach me so much. Just when I think I have like some sort of theory locked in and i'm like oh i'm an expert in this i've been teaching this for almost a decade like i got it then i'm like whoa wait a second i just figured out a new code that makes a lot more sense and and that's just being open to not feeling like you know it all all the time Mm -hmm. and that takes a significant amount of self-awareness yeah yeah
0: um, and side note y'all. So I'm in the spiritual mentorship. And when I tell you that it doesn't feel like that, you feel like you're going crazy for the first several yeah. months until I will say like, I love cause we have our group calls and everyone is like, Nope, we all feel that way. I'm like, Oh, cool. It's not just me. I'm not a psychopath. It's fine.
1: Yeah. No, you're not. And and I think that's actually part of the beauty of the, interpersonal growth path, whatever you're on, whether that be spiritual or like an entrepreneur or you know in your in your field, is that if you're connected to community inside those groups, you'll know that there's this common thread that's woven through all of you and we're really not as alone as we perceive ourselves to be.
0: Oh, not nearly. That has been proven time and time again every single time I've done a group course, every single time I have run a group course, Every single time yeah. I've even just traveled and met other people. Like, yes. People are far more alike than we give ourselves credit for and there's far too much conflict because we don't communicate how we're feeling and mm. the fact that we're all going through the same stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, humans are not complicated at all. We're so really predictable.
0: Not. <laughs> yeah, we just like to get in our own way. <laughs> yes, 100%. No, I love that. Okay. So I would love to talk about kind of your, your journey and yeah, I'm just going to leave it open-ended like that. Let's see what comes of it.
1: <laughs> oh, my journey. Oh my gosh. though there's, I feel like.
0: I almost felt like I've there's too many so ways many. I could go with that. So I'm just yeah, going
1: I'm like, I have so many journeys. <laughs> like, which one do we want to talk about? You know, like I'll, I'll kind of break it down this way of. You know, we can feel, like, if I look back at my childhood, that feels like a past life altogether, and it truly mm-hmm. was. It That was a past life in this lifetime, but I think that we go on many different journeys within the one larger lifetime, and we get to pick and choose what the journey looks like and have fun with it, or it can torment us, you know, and so I... I think throughout the many journeys that I've been on in my lifetime, I've, I've had to be the warrior, I've had to be the survivor, I've had to be the fighter, I've had to be the soft one. And right now in my journey, I'm adventuring and I'm exploring and it's really beautiful. I'm trying to find a little bit more surrender, which is, you know, <laughs> you I preach about
0: it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's like your word for me every single time we meet. <laughs>
1: Trust and surrender. Exactly. And so I'm I'm trying to trust the journey and and surrender to the journey as much as I can. And it's a daily, it's a daily practice. It's a devotion to the journey. So we can either be journeyed or we can participate in the journey. And I would rather participate in it than be thrusted into like a really deep unknown. At least I know that there's unknown rather than just showing up and being like, oh shit, what, where am I? What's going on? So I like to participate in the journey as much as I can.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay. So there's already like two or three different things that I want to dive into. with yeah. that. <laughs> The Let's start with the first one is that overcoming the unknowns. It's something that you and I have talked about in our sessions, but I would love for you to share with the listeners kind of some, whether it's tools or a thought process or like whatever is coming to mind to you to like help someone who's like, but I just don't know, like, how do I do that?
1: none of us know yeah (laughs) here's the thing none of us actually know until we go through the experience and so it is it's oh my gosh i hate that i sound like a broken record all the time we're like trust the process trust the process but there's experiences that are exhilarating and exciting even if you don't know and then there's experiences that we tend to put on like a lot of pressure or too much meaning or fear. And really when you get into it, it's not as scary as it as you made it out to be. And there's way more pressure than it actually is required. And so just allowing kind of the softness of flow to allow you to surrender to the journey or trust the process. I know it. that just sounds all very ethereal and light and fluffy. So I want to give you some practical examples of like what this looks like as a human going through the unknown is you can base some of your experiences off of historical events. Maybe they're not exactly the same, but let's just say, for instance, I'll give you a financial example because we've all probably for the yeah. most part most of us have been through some sort of financial scare that is like oh my god i don't know what's coming coming next i don't know where my next meal is going to come from i'm saying this from my own experience now is i got to such a low point financially that i was like i don't know literally when i'm going to be able to fill my gas tank up to go to work to then get money for food like you know the whole survival mode. But any time that I just let go and I was like, well, the birds outside are being taken care of. They don't have money. The trees outside are flourishing in the desert and there's no rain. If nature around me is surviving, I know I'm
0: going to survive.
1: I'm not that special that God's gonna be like, not you. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think that's such that a actually, good reminder.
0: Like just strip the ego down to that level.
1: It's going to go like to think that you're so special that you're not going to be supported is that's pretty remarkable. No, you're going to be taken care of. <laughs> and anytime I got to a, a really like were negative in the bank account, something would pop up. Like I would get like, I got this one random check in the mail one time from like a class act suit that I didn't even know I was part of. And I was like, okay, whew, I've got money for gas this week, you know, and we're always taken care of if we can trust and believe that then mm-hmm. we can get out of the scarcity and start believing that, you know what, I'm just going to go through the motions and I'm going to let go of all of the fear because there's really only two options. There's fear or there's love. Yeah. And source God. However, you connect is all love. It's all pure love. And so I'm going to choose that every time.
0: Yeah. No, I love that reminder. And I love that you gave a practical example with it too, because I know that there is at least someone listening that's like, ah, what? I don't get this. Yeah. But that's just such a good reminder of, because when you're saying flow, it's not, I think a lot of times it gets misconstrued with, like just almost just like la-di-da, like not working. And it's not mm-hmm. that it is just right. not getting so caught up and trying to control the how mm-hmm. all the time. And it's just, I'm saying this for myself as much as all the all listeners now yes. is <gasps> that full surrender, overcoming the unknown, being like, cool, like, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. And I don't need to try to control everything in order to make sure that it does.
1: Right. Right. I count my blessings before they're here. Yeah, I say, thank you. Thank you for all of the blessings that are already on their way to me. I am open to receiving them. I can't wait to be in the flow of whatever is coming to me. Because I know that it is, there's, there's just so much magic in this world. There's so many things that are happening behind the scenes that we cannot see Mm -hmm. that. And everybody is being taken care of along the way in that process. So for instance, like I, this past February, I was moving out of my condo, which I worked out of my home at the time too. And I was moving into a new house. And in with my now fiance and I was like, wow, I don't know how this is going to work out because historically I've had my own house with a a studio or I've worked out of my house and I haven't had to like worry about somebody else being there, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how, how I'm going to do it. And literally in the same week, this space that I have now, which is the brick and mortar, the portal AZ came into alignment. And so even then it was just like, Everything is falling into place. What I didn't know at the time (laughs) was. Yeah. Everything was happening all behind the scenes, and I didn't see Mm -hmm. any of it coming. But alignment here, alignment there. Somebody came into my condo. I made the connection there. These people are taken care of. Those people are taken care of. Like, it's, again, it's not about you. It's not only about you. Like, just when you think you're freaking out, somebody else is being put in a place to help you. Mm -hmm. and so they have to go through their part of the journey for it to all connect right so it's like all of these dots and so i just trust i just trust fully and it's helped me regulate my nervous system a lot (laughs) and now i can go through the unknown with a little bit more ease not that it's not difficult sometimes it's mental warfare and i'm like constantly in my head of like no it's going to be okay i got this no i don't know what's coming next but that's okay i I know that I've gotten Mm -hmm. through a lot of more difficult things and I'll get through this. So just because I'm in a deep spiritual practice and, and I show up with so much light and love most of the time does not mean that I'm not also like battling back and forth and and coming toe to toe. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. I just want to reiterate for anyone listening, like, trust those little nudges that you're getting and you don't because the first nudge might you might be able to see 10 steps down from it and be like wait but I need to consider this this isn't no just trust the first nudge and that's where like you wouldn't be getting that nudge if the rest wasn't going to fall into place and that's something that I've had to learn time and time again it's a a new lesson so I'm right with you there as far (laughs) as like being human and falling back into like problem solver mode and trying to figure it all out and control it all but that 100% every single time that I've just trusted the first nudge, it has all worked out. That's right. So I want to circle back. You mentioned childhood and we don't need to dive deep into childhood, but what I do want to talk. So you and I have talked about holding boundaries and I've had multiple Mm. conversations with people, clients that I've worked with clinicians that I worked with everybody on inevitably around boundaries. It's the, but what about family question comes Mm. up? (laughs) And I feel like you are such a perfect person to speak on that as far as holding boundaries. And like, it doesn't matter who it is. It can even be family and self-protect.
1: That's right. Most importantly with family, let's just start there. (laughs) Just because you share DNA and a bloodline with somebody does not mean that they get out of Having to respect you as a human, have to respect your energy and your boundaries. I think that's where a lot of people kind of misstep is that you think that these people who are in your family just get a free for all over you. And that's not the case. And I have, I have like very, now very, very strong boundaries with my family because I put a boundary in place and then softened. And then I got burned. I put boundary in place and then I softened and then I would get burned. And now eventually I had a therapist tell me this once. My therapist told me this when I was a therapist. Mm -hmm. She said, why do you wait for them to choose? Why don't you choose first? And I was Mm -hmm. like, mind blown. Like, Oh, you mean I can make a choice first? You mean I can set a boundary first? And that's when a lot changed for me. And and it was all, it's all really like boundaries are all about love. Boundaries aren't like no, you don't get access to me. Boundaries is, is I love me so much that I'm gonna protect me. And that is because I also love you. And if I let you hurt me one more time, I don't know if I would love you as much. So yeah. I'm loving me and I'm loving you so deeply if you could just see that. And so yeah. this boundary is like life insurance. It's like I have to use it and I have to instill it. And you might not always see it, but when I need to enforce it, I have to enforce it. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's to protect all of us. So that's, that's how I see boundaries now. And it's not, it's not to punish or be punitive. It's, it's really from a place of deep compassion.
0: Yeah. I love something I tell a lot of the clients that I work with is that unconditional love does not equal unconditional tolerance. Yeah. Amen. Ooh, yes. And you've got to like the boundaries allow. I like to think of them almost as like buoys within which someone can receive and give love even better. Mm-hmm. And if you go outside of those yeah. buoys, resentment's going to build. It's going to be a snowball. Like it's it's just never good. It's like boundaries right. and then open communication of expectations. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. The yeah. secret formula to life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. So as we wrap up there's two final questions that everyone gets. And the first one is so this podcast is all I mean it's called Human on the Daily for a reason. There's a lot of aspects about ourselves that the general public may not see like our closest friends kind of know and it could be anything from I like my favorite sandwich is a PB&J to like a I don't even know like I <laughs> love singing but I can't sing at all like whatever it is or it's like oh I'm closetly like a world traveler what is something about your humanness that Mm. like people may not know unless they're really close to you Mm.
1: this is gonna sound so counterintuitive as me being a sound healer but actually enjoy a lot of silence (laughs) and if if you're if you're really close to me like obviously like my immediate family knows but in my house if it's not like some sort of like healing frequency that's playing i like things to be pretty quiet because mm. it can be really overstimulating in this world with so much noise and so much happening that and especially like coming home from like a long day of working and like being in sound and frequency i just need like no words yeah. no music no sound. And yeah, so it seems counterintuitive, but I actually really like a lot of silence.
0: Yeah, no, that totally makes sense from multiple different levels, right? Like, one, I feel like most people, whatever we do for work, like outside of work, we need a break from it, no matter what that thing is. And then Mm -hmm. the other part of it is exactly like you said, like, there's so many things in this world that are overstimulating. Like, heck, I remember not so much all the time anymore, but when I was deep in patient care and seeing more of like the volume of people that's needed in corporate healthcare, silence in the car every single time. Like there was no radio, yes. no podcast, no nothing, because I just needed silence. My nervous system needed to be allowed to chill the hell out for justice. Yes, 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 yes. And there's like, something- just to hear
1: your own voice. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like anyone who's listening, that's like, oh, I'm not comfortable with silence. Maybe let's get curious about that. Like, why aren't you okay with sitting with your own thoughts?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's sometimes I've, and I've heard people say this, of like silence is deafening. Like Mm. the silence is so loud. You can't get away from it. And which is why people like put on a lot of things, maybe listen to TV or something going to sleep mm-hmm. because the silence is just so loud. And so, yes, encouragement to sit with that a little bit and and find your edge on where the silence is actually
0: really peaceful. Yeah, I love that. Okay, final question. And it has, it's what is the one like, tool lesson quote whatever that has helped you the most breaking out of the expectations of others and leaning into your authenticity
1: oh wow um okay let me think about this one for a second this is gonna sound so basic but it is what it is and it's hey, do it's you. the truth it's it's do you like really 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 truly like It does not matter what anybody's opinion is, what their feedback is, what their advice is. Like at the end of the day, this is your life. It's your journey. So do you, because for one, that's going to be liberating. And also it's going to set you apart from maybe following a path that wasn't yours to begin with. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's been, it's been really, really, influential on you know, I we're both in like a group of really amazing women doing really big things in the entrepreneurial space. And it can be really easy to be like, oh, that worked for that person. I'm gonna go down that path mm, too. Yeah. And and then you actually find yourself in a direction that is not yours. And you have no business being on that path or that that mm-hmm. lane or that journey. So just do you because that's where you're going to find all of your magic, you're going to be inspired, you're going to hear the the messages that are for you, you're going to meet the people that are for you. And so it doesn't have to look like whatever anybody else is doing. So do you boo?
0: I love that so much. And I I actually don't think that's basic. It's also probably one of the hardest things to actually do. But it is so important. I mean, if we even think about like, if you're listening, think about who it is that you really just are like mesmerized by on social media or in real life. Like it's probably someone who is so comfortable in their own skin and who they are that they really do not give a shit anymore what other people think. Right. Like they hug the haters kind of mentality. Yeah. And yes, yes. I think it's just so important and you know what? I'm, I'm working on it, but I <laughs> I have come such a long way partially with your guidance, actually, that has helped a ton in in my journey. So I would love to know, like, where can people find you? How can they work with you? All that stuff.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. And it's been such a pleasure and honor to witness your growth and and watching you step into your truth even more. Like, it's such an honor for me. So thank you. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Sam underscore E underscore pants, Sammy pants. I'm on Instagram and TikTok under that handle. My website is samanthaharper.com. And you can work with me in a, a couple different ways. I do group sound healing sessions every Monday and Thursday at the portal AZ. And then as you know, There's the Rise Spiritual Mentorship that I run for six months at a time. The next one is opening up in January. So applications for that are going to be open soon. So if you want to go deeper into your own journey and have some guidance with what that looks like, I'd be happy to help lead you in that so that you can do you all the way.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Sam, for joining us today. It's a pleasure as always. And catch you all next time. All right, high five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. It is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood, because we are all human, and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful, and you are beautiful. So, if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway, and then tag me at Move On The Daily and Human at Human On The Daily. Thank you so much and see you next time.